Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey guys, welcome back to FFC. I'm Maureen. I'm Eve. And I'm Amanda. And tonight, we are very excited to be bringing you this. Now, the three of us have been talking about these four shows since they came on. They're fantastic. They're awesome. They're amazing. We're going over lifestyle reality shows today. And I know that kind of seems like a mixed bag. And it, I mean, what we're giving you is kind of a mixed bag. We got two very similar shows against two very similar shows to each other, but opposite from the other two. So, <laughs> But it's lifestyle it's reality. Yeah, it's things that you can apply to your life, ways to do things. So it's really, I'm really excited about it. We loved all these shows very much. I think that this is going to be, my opinion would be probably straight A's across the board, but we'll see when we get to the grading of each one of these shows. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. up first is our Indian matchmaking show, which I kind of, I'm a wedding planner. So I kind of stumbled on that and I love Indian weddings. Mm-hmm. Anything with, and I thought at first it was going to be a wedding show. So I was really excited. <laughs> it wasn't, but I got hooked anyway. <laughs> I did go backwards though. I started season three and then went to season one and two. I don't know how you guys watched it, but that's how I got into it. I started with season three too. Oh, I guess I'm the weird one. I started with season two. <laughs> I was really confused in season three. I'm like, wait, why are they acting like I should know this person? Because I didn't realize I was on mm-hmm. season three. I just started it. I know I did the same thing, but then I was already kind of, yeah, it was like two episodes before I figured it out what I, what I had done. So I was like, I'm already two episodes in. So might as well, <laughs> might as well finish it. Some of the Netflix shows are confusing because I know for some of them, it has the seasons in like newest down to oldest. Yeah. yeah. I know that Great British Baking Show does that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I'm like, my brain does not work. This <laughs> <No>. <laughs> order. Can we count like the rest of the universe, please? No, that's too simple. We can't, can't do that. That makes too much sense, Maureen. Don't be ridiculous. Just, I know. All right, what's the synopsis for Indian matchmaking? Okay. Hmm. Matchmaker Seema um, Taparia, I am so sorry if I butchered her name, um, guides clients in the U.S. and India in the arranged marriage process, offering an inside look at the custom in a modern era. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this was fascinating to me. Seema, no, I, I don't, I know that she says her name in the show, but I always think of her as Seema Auntie. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah. that's isn't that what I, they referred to her as? That's yeah. how I have to say her name every time, Seema Auntie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know if that's really how they refer to it, but that's how it is in my head. But watching how their culture works and how the different, like there's things that they do that I would never think would even impact a marriage or relationship but they do that because that's what their cultural stands for mm-hmm. and that's like the there is a couple couples nah, there's a couple couples sorry i'm 12 all of a sudden there was a <laughs> there was a couple of couples who she brought to a face reader do you remember that dude yeah and every season she would do that bring him to the face reader and he would read their faces mm-hmm. be like, mm, nope not a good match oh no they're a good match but he was spot on he was i i loved that that was really <laughs> didn't he do that in season one all of them yeah okay it's- i don't really remember it in three but i started with one a few days a few days ago and i know him from season one i haven't gotten to season two yet mm-hmm. i'm did- watching apparently in a weird order <laughs> it did take me a little aback because i was like whoa this is not 
the way you're supposed to the way yeah. you're supposed to be sorry I'm not trying to offend anyone's culture here yeah. I'm like this is not how relationships are supposed to work but then he was so spot on I was like I don't know maybe I can get on board with this mm-hmm. I don't then, really think there's a right way and a wrong way I think there's all different kinds of ways and I, that's what I found like so beautiful about not just Indian matchmaking like we're talking about today but we're also going to be talking about Jewish mm-hmm. matchmaking and I loved both of these shows mm-hmm. like and I learned stuff from both of these shows yeah and it was so neat and cool to because I watched them kind of like back to back that's what I did to each other and it was so cool to see the differences yet a few similarities mm-hmm. with how the process goes yeah well even the family structure it's it's both cultures they put i mean we're talking about indian matchmaking right now but the family structure is so different than for us culturally i mean in america oftentimes the nuclear family is dispersed there's it's not there's not so much harping on that anymore as there used to be but in the indian yeah. matchmaking there was this one dude who and i was i felt bad for him for a minute but then i was like well maybe he likes it that way where the mom spoke exclusively for him and he didn't speak oh. at all in front of Seema auntie i was like yeah, do that you, was weird. But do you want to have sorry, your opinion but... heard? But that was just natural for them. I know. Then, I'm not sure if that is always a thing because Seema so. even at one point said that in order for her to, you know, find him a good match, he needs to be more involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, it's definitely appears to be very common for the families to be very yes. heavily involved in the process. Mm-hmm. But for the person who's seeking, you know, a match, it mm-hmm. doesn't, it, I mean, it can't at all be helpful for them to just sit there yeah. and let mom speak for them. It's like, are we finding a match for you or your mother? Like, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> and I've watched the mother. I think that's <laughs> exactly oh. well, that she said something else about her, do- her other daughter-in-law who that's how they got her. That's how she married. It's mm-hmm. this is, it's my choice kind of thing. And he did speak up, but I think it's, one of my favorite things. Let's go. Let's go into our favorites because we're not going to really do our normal Netflix review because we to break down the characters. They're not really characters. They're real, genuine people who are hunting for this, and there's a lot of them. There's three seasons worth of them, so yeah. we're not going to go there. See, my auntie's the only one you need to know about. <laughs> but one of my favorite things is and that I appreciated, and that I wish that happened here more often is when they would bring in the guy or the girl to meet the other guy or girl. It was you brought them into the whole family, like aunts, uncles, grandparents, parents. I mean, it's intimidating, I would imagine. <laughs> but it was it was nice to see what you're getting all up front, all right away. That would scare the bejesus out of me. I don't know that. I would love that. Like immediate ick. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's an ick for you? I love that because family is no. should, your family should be a part of your relationship post wedding. And I like that you get to meet them because it's well, not like I mean, you have to hang out with them only, but you meet them right away. You kind of see where they come from you, it's because it's a, it's different because it's arranged. It's not like you're just naturally meeting somebody. Like, it's arranged. I understand them, like how that works. I totally get it because it makes sense in the show. If it's an arranged, then I know they, I'm, and I can even see like having your parent, parents, whichever and maybe a sibling or a cousin or a close friend mm-hmm. like with you i don't need the entire family there <laughs> like that just to me i would is love it like an intimidating like you're coming at me mm-hmm. i would feel threatened <laughs> i don't need to be a me problem 
I don't need to meet the aunts and the uncles and the cousins and the nieces and nephews. Like, oh, that's not not right up front. Like oh. a few dates at least. Come on. I gotta be kind of honest with you. Like, if it gave me an idea for what my daughter starts doing, like, okay, all right, bring him over. <laughs> let's 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 meet this fella. Oh my gosh. You scare him away, he is not for you. Exactly. That's exactly it. That's See, exactly but I want it. my kids to be able to talk to me and be able to trust in my opinions well i think you can still trust in your opinions but if it's if the meeting the family is too scary for them not that you are gonna like harass them and be cruel but it's just the idea of meeting family is like oh nope that's too much for me it's to me it's not even like meeting the family it's more of the i would be so overstimulated like not just that's a good point because because you wouldn't have that comfort person there you know like if you've been dating somebody for a few months you kind of have that security mm-hmm. you know you feel that comfort yeah and if you're just thrown into it like the first day you have like no comfort <laughs> around you at all and you're just like a sh- like bait in a shark water i don't know it's just it, it's an ick i don't know i don't like it i i, I, I see a few people I mm-hmm. think another thing to keep in mind too is that the families, and this was on Jewish matchmaking as well, although not to the same extreme as it mm-hmm. was on um, Indian, but I think something else to keep in mind is that they're really seeing this whole matchmaking process almost as an interview process. Yes, exactly. It. Yeah. If they want to know if this, like they are dating someone for the sole purpose of trying to find, you know, a husband or a wife. And how mm-hmm. are they going to know if this person is going to be a good fit for them if they don't understand mm-hmm. who it come from? Yeah. yeah. And I did like that. They, it wasn't like the whole, they just were brought over to meet and then the parents would ask a few vital questions and then the kids would go off on their own. Yeah. So it's, that was appreciative. I did appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of my favorite moment right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what were some of you guys' favorites? I think, I don't know. I'm, I, I know my favorite moment from Jewish ma- matchmaking. So I'm trying to think of buying for Indian matchmaking. I would say any of the weddings you that we got see to the weddings, see. Though. Yes, we did. We got to mm-hmm. see a couple of the one wedding. And there it was, was one, right? Yeah. And it was very, very brief. Because it wasn't actually the one that's, it was one that Seema Auntie, I think. Okay. Anytime they get dressed up match, for a big yes. party. Okay. There's my thing. Maybe it wasn't a <laughs> wedding in my head, but it was they one get- dude that we saw. I think but we didn't Love actually it. see the wedding we saw him get dressed for he was wearing lipstick which surprised me in that culture it was like the color of mine oh why don't in season three was it season three one or two yeah i think it might have been because it was one of the last ones so i think two i haven't I seen two that, yet i binged that series so hard so i don't even <laughs> know what well, i haven't since, seen two yet since i started with three and my, the last season i watched of indie matchmaking was season two i think it was season two because it was near the end of my watch Mm-hmm. when we saw him get married and he was he was a guy who was in season one and two i think he was the wealthy jeweler he came from the jeweler's family he, he was one who was like no you have to be up to my standards and he he had like this massive closet of like <gasps> really expensive like jewelry and clothes. oh my gosh and yeah, two i mean, I, I gotta go out. binge <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> I remember seeing his closet and I was like, um, is this his personal closet or like a store? <laughs> exactly. And I think he even said, I suppose I could make some room for her in here, but not much. <laughs> I love this guy. I don't remember his name. He started with a P, I think. So did you guys have a favorite though? 
So you said the weddings. You like when they get dressed up. I like when they, anytime okay. they have a party and get dressed up. Mm-hmm. And I also like the, I like how upfront they are with their wants and needs. Yes. And their, I don't want to say demands. It's not demands, but their requirements. Requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how just kind of strong headed they are yeah. about the requirements of this is what I want. This is what I'll work with. Mm-hmm. Find me this. So, but all that also goes into my complaints and dislikes. So <laughs> Eve, you can go first with your favorites. Um, my favorites, and I don't know, maybe this bleeds a little bit into complaints as well. And I know that I mentioned this to Maureen when I was binging because I had to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Was so these people go on dates, and sometimes the dates are so entirely awkward. So I'm like, I know this is just a TV show, but I gotta get out of here. This is so. <laughs> I was saying to Maureen, I don't understand some of these people. They go to see my auntie and say, "Oh, I don't think you know she was a right fit." And I'm thinking, how would they know that this person isn't a good fit if they just sat in awkward silence? Yes. The <laughs> yes. So I always thought that. I mean, I guess that's kind of a complaint too. But I always thought that was so funny. I'm like. <laughs> Don't you need to like talk a little bit and not just stare at each other <laughs> to figure out if you're a good match? Like, doesn't it take a little more time? I agree with that. There was one in one of the shows. I don't even remember what it is, but it did make me laugh because these, like, what you saw throughout their date was very awkward and quiet. And I can't remember what show it is now. I'm trying to picture their faces in my head. And I can't. But then, like, when they were talking about their date afterwards, they're like, oh, it went so well. <laughs> what like, i'm like sure <laughs> i guess if that was well for you then cool <laughs> i feel like that happened a lot i'm like how was that a good date <laughs> imagine if you had that kind of date and what you would walk away thinking like never again i'm not doing this with this fool again no well let's move into some complaints now i do have my complaint was really about there were two people on there who was like oh my gosh you people <laughs> There was two of them. And there was the one who was this really young. She was really upbeat. I don't remember. I don't remember any names of these. Okay. I watched these a while ago when, when season three first came out is when I watched it. And she was super upbeat. She was beautiful. She was kind. She was nice. And she was having trouble getting guys to like connect with her because she was so upbeat and so happy. And she finally, she went to Chicago to meet this guy and everything was going great. And they had a great time and he, her mom came along and it was a great time. And then he came to her house and visited with her family. And it was great. And then they put on a party for Seema auntie and it was great. But then she met this super young, hot looking guy there. And she was like to the other guy from Chicago. So sorry. I just don't think we're going to work. And then she was mad that this younger guy did the same thing to her. Like, yeah, it was awesome. I was so frustrated by that because Shaker was the guy's name. Yes. Girl's name. But I remember like she was talking about how like she made out with that other guy like at that event or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, what about Shaker? They yes. Together anymore. And then it came out that she was like, yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was like, I think we're, you know, looking for different things or, or something. And I was like, but it was going so well. Like <laughs> On the exact same page until you saw a younger, hotter guy. And then you're like, oh, I guess we don't want. Well, of course not, because you want the younger, hotter guy. Yeah. And I think she was more disappointed because Seema auntie Mm -hmm. was right. Like she told her that it wasn't going to be a good fit. And Mm -hmm. um, if anyone knows, I think it's your matchmaker who you hired to find guys for you. Yes. 
Oh, that drove me nuts. And then the other one was that one girl who she was super rude <laughs> to everybody. I want to know if this is my complaint right I here. Bet, I bet it's the same person. She was on two of the seasons of Indian matchmaking. Yeah, she, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name, but it was her sister and her mom. And her mom was like, no, she should get exactly what she wants. But this girl was so uptight and so picky and almost mean to the people she went on dates with. Like, I, I, and she ended the show without anybody. She was like, I'm working on myself. Well, it's because that, no one wants to be that, around you. That girl, I don't know her name, but that was my complaint. She was my complaint because she made me so mad. I'm like, there, what you have in your brain is not realistic mm-hmm. and you will be single for the rest of your life. Yes. Which is fine if that's what you want. But you're never going to get the perfect ideal person. Was she yes. the same one who was like the balding thing too? Yeah. I think, no. Was that another one? Because she made me mad There's too. There's a couple of them that said that. There's one girl, the short, the one that had been, the, the one had, that had already been divorced. Yeah. She was the one who wanted a guy who had a man bun. Oh yeah. That one. She drove me crazy too. Yeah. But this my- girl, like I kept thinking, why did you hire a matchmaker? I know. That's why I get mad. Probably because she can't, you know, find a guy to save her life because she's so freaking picky. Yes. And then she blames Seema Auntie. How dare you blame Seema Auntie? She did her darndest to do exactly. She gave you everything you need on a silver platter. It's not her fault. You're not personable. Exactly. I love how she ended it with saying, I think I need to work on myself. It's like, I think you do. Yes, you do, honey. (laughs) I think you got to talk in two. Is what I it think happened. Serious. Did you guys have any other complaints? I'm the only one who said a complaint. No, you I agree. Were... You you told you said my complaint. Oh, okay. Yeah, you reminded <laughs> me of all my complaints. So I think I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all on the same page here. Yes, and I think we're all on the same page with our other complaint is we only saw the matchmaking, not the wedding. On a lot I of no, I would like a lot more weddings. Mm-hmm. But there is a show that is about Indian weddings that it suggests Netflix success. I have something to say about that one, though. I thought it was going to be all about weddings, but it ended up being all about relationships leading up to the wedding. I was like, I don't care about your relationship. I want to see the wedding. I got Seema Auntie for that. I'm not going to watch that one then. (laughs) So overall grade for me, because these people really made me have a reaction, an emotional reaction to them, whether it was love, dislike, or extreme awkward embarrassment, I'm going to give it an A. Solid A for me. What about you guys? What's your grade? I would give it an A because I don't like, I don't have any like hard complaints about it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those shows that can just be played on in the background and kept up with and yeah, not have to sit there and really, really, really pay attention to. So I give it an A. I like those shows from time to time. Yeah. It gets an A from me. Yeah, Even all right. stuff that was hard to watch, it was at least really <laughs> amusing. So Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. When a show can make me like feel, feel all that awkward <laughs> like coming through the screen it always gets a higher grade for me i got like some michael scott's scott's tots like feelings from this like it was like <laughs> oh no oh no i don't know where to look <laughs> that's, that's, one, that's one episode i can never skip but i always want to <laughs> So it's next for Indian matchmaking. It does currently have three seasons out on Netflix. The third season just dropped two months ago. I think it dropped in April or May. So two or three months ago, there has not been anything announced. And like we've been telling you, Netflix is likely not going to announce a whole lot coming. We thought maybe the reality stuff, maybe because they're not impacted by the writer strike or the actor strike. But if it were to come out, likely it would be filming in April of 2024 and maybe come out later that year. So 
that's what we're guessing for there. And um, we're going to move into something very similar next. We're going to move into Jewish matchmaking. So let's let's dig into Jewish matchmaking. Now, the synopsis for this is not going to be very much different from Indian matchmaking, honestly. It's, it follows singles in the U.S. and Israel as they turn their dating life over to a top Jewish matchmaker. Now, what drove me crazy about this is they do not say what her name is in the description. They do not give her name in the casting crew even. There are four people and they're people that she tried to match up. Her name isn't even in there anywhere on okay. IMDb. Because I loved her so much. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's like she didn't want to be named on there. But now I can't remember what her name is. Eliza? Is that what it is? <laughs> First Eliza thing that came ben up with. Shalom. Ben Shalom is a very Jewish last name. So mm-hmm. believe it. I thought I didn't know that was a name. I thought that's just something people said. Shalom. That's what like when you cheers. <laughs> It means peace, but it can also mm-hmm. be a last name. So this matchmaker, now we only got one season of this and it dropped in, I think, May. May or June, but I'm pretty sure May of this year it dropped. It's very recent. Yes. Yeah, it's very recent. So this was a, this was a great show. And I, I as a Christian, like I, I understood a lot more the things that they talked about. There's still a lot about the Jewish culture. I don't know, but I kind of related more to this because I, I understood a lot more of what they talked about. So from a relational perspective, I enjoyed this more. Um, but I just thought it was so fun to hear. Cause she, one thing that Elisa did, who is the matchmaker, one thing Elisa did was she had all these like little cutesy names that she would call something. And I loved that because she yeah. would put in like the, the, that's where I learned from that word. I learned it from this show. So when you said, it, I was like, Oh, yeah, I know that worked. Didn't before, but I do now. <laughs> yes. So it was it was neat, this show for me. I really, really liked it. And there were things I didn't know about the culture. Like, does everybody in Israel vacuum their lawns? Like, that's something that um, <laughs> that was, even I completely missed that. It was Amanda who, who pointed out, like, what is happening here? And even I were like, what? Eventually I did, after all the back and forth of what, on earth is going on here that's why i finally said that's not a jewish thing that's just an odd people who have astroturf kind of thing i guess i don't know yes because on closer inspection it looked like it was astroturf so maybe people in israel they had astroturf because it's too hot i don't know hey no turf is like the hottest freaking thing no i mean because like grass can't grow i meant i can only imagine like turf in texas is like walking on cement barefoot. Like it's <laughs> horrible. I don't I don't know why people put it in hot places. Just put down dirt. I don't know. Maybe but because they want it is just as bad as cement. <laughs> maybe it was for the because they did show their son playing soccer there. So maybe it was trying to prepare him for playing soccer. I don't know. But I was I, I just wear shoes. Yes. I felt like I had to point that out because that was one of my favorite conversations we've ever had in our Netflix chat was that it was that particular <laughs> conversation. It was amazing. I was so confused. And Eve like kept going. I was like, we got to see Eve be a little smart alecky, which I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> and there you got me. I'm my Google search history is probably gonna like call me out because I'm like, what's a Jewish lawnmower? One that has been blessed by a rabbi Amanda. I- <laughs> I was so confused. It's a kosher vacuum. <laughs> Little did you know you could get those. I didn't know they existed, but now I do. <laughs> so I think there was a lot of really, really good things in here. A lot of interesting things. And I like how 
this woman, this matchmaker, Aliza, she was very, she was unbelievably loving. And I didn't know, like I've talked to you, Eve, a little bit about what are the different fa- factions? Is fa- factions is the right word I want to say here, right? The different split offs of Jewish religion. Branches. Yes. It, but I didn't know that even beyond I'm Orthodox, I'm Reformed, there's a whole nother subsect. I didn't realize that. And so when there was, there's a lot of couples who were talking about, well, are you, I don't remember the names of the subsects. Okay. I'm going to claim cancer brain because it's messed me all up in here. I don't remember anything, but there was a lot of, on a lot of these dates, you would say, you would see them say, are you okay dating a Syrian Jew or, or whatever Jew they were from? And I didn't know that that was a different thing. I didn't either. So, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, so in Judaism, there are like two, and I'm going to try to explain this in at least amount of time as possible. There's like two sides to Judaism because it's an ethno religion. You have the yeah. ethnicity and then you also have the religion. So religion wise, you have reform, orthodox and conservative. But then on the culture side, you have Ashkenazi, yes. Sephardi, there's also Mizrahi, um, there are a bunch of other ones, but Sephardi and Ashkenazi are the two main ones. Um, an Ashkenazi- I'm the Ashkenazi. I'm that one. I have that in me. So I'm an Ashkenazi Jew because both sides, because, and by the way, your Jewish culture is determined through the father side. Oh, is it? Doesn't matter for me because both of my parents are Ashkenazi Jews. But anyway, it means that my family comes from like Eastern Europe. Okay. But Sephardic Jews- most of them come from like um like um Spain and oh okay Portugal around there that so, makes more sense so if I were to marry like a Sephardic Jew like our cultures and traditions and the way we even practice Judaism would be very very different I think that's okay, that so interesting sense. okay that makes more sense since they were I I know they were like we I only want you know this type mm-hmm and as people who are very observant they understand that like you know if you're a woman who's Ashkenazi and you marry a man who's Sephardic the children are going to be raised Sephardic Mm -hmm. so if that's a deal breaker to you then yeah and I was a I was amazed at the different kinds of ways where they would say um you know my dad grew up orthodox there was a bun- a couple of them who said my dad grew up orthodox so he did not raise us orthodox because of his experience with it but then there was also the flip of my parents did not grow up in an orthodox home but when they had kids they decided to become orthodox because they saw the value in it and I I just I like how watching Eliza interact with these people like she didn't she didn't judge I mean see my auntie didn't either but Eliza didn't come at these people for their there was that one girl harmony i think her name is the blonde girl who liked unicorns sounds right yeah i think it was harmony she was very free thinking and very free flowing and very much i think that that was really interesting to watch that play out Mm -hmm. and i did have now again these are not characters these are real people and there is only one season and there's only eight episodes and so because i got what's three times eight 24 i got 24 of any matchmaking and I didn't look closely enough at Jewish matchmaking. I just assumed there was going to be as many. It ended after eight. I was like, wait, wait, what? There's- I did. I was wanting But more. I want more. <laughs> I was too. Like, that's was not so enough sad. for me. <laughs> no. I was so looking forward to 24 episodes of Jewish matchmaking. And I did not receive it. So did you guys have some favorites about the show? I've already said a couple of mine, but. 
uh jewish vacuuming the lawn <laughs> jewish lawnmowers learning about jewish lawnmowers that may <laughs> forever be my favorite and thing. the amazing conversation that came out I really did not mean to be such a smart aleck. I really was just like, I don't even understand what she's trying to point out right now. So it was literally, literally my favorite conversation in our Netflix chat, I think. Like not trying to be rude here, but this is just <laughs> what it looks like to me. Like what? What do you think this is? Out of curiosity. <laughs> like this is normal. <laughs> like I have. I've lived this many years and never seen this before, but apparently Eve says this is normal. <laughs> you should try it. Take your vacuum oh. out on your lawn. <laughs> Here I am Googling why people vacuum their lawns. No, you were Googling Jewish lawnmowers. I did afterwards because I couldn't really come up with anything. I first looked up why people vacuum their lawns and that didn't really come up with anything other than like <laughs> sand. I looked up like I don't know. I think Eve, you said something, and then I googled Jewish <laughs> I didn't know. Like I was like seriously at that time so confused because I thought you were being serious. I'm like I. Well, I mean, she was, but she just didn't realize it was a vacuum. <laughs> Am I the only person seeing him vacuum the lawn? You were in the, when you sent the clip. I didn't notice it when I was watching it. When you said the and clip, I was like, wait. Out when you said wait that's a lawnmower that's when i said wait a second oh is that a vacuum what on earth is he doing as i could i don't even know what he was saying in the entire scene i, I didn't even know there was, was a child music. playing soccer all i saw was a man vacuuming <laughs> his lawn i don't know what else was said or done in that entire scene my eyes were set <laughs> luckily nothing was said during that scene it was just music it was just the intro to the episode <laughs> good because if there was conversation i have no idea well one of my other favorite things too and i love she had a word for it and Eve, maybe you can remind me what it is but where she was talking about how you don't touch at all until your wedding and there was a specific jewish word she used for it what is that shomer nagila that i love that concept and when she was talking about it and she said that the first time when she got married they said their vows was the first time he just reached over and held her hand and she said it was everything it was better than the first kiss it was better than the first anything because it was the first connection that they made and i love that concept fat chance i'm gonna get my kids to do that but i love that concept <laughs> that was another one of my favorite things about the show I think my favorite thing about the show, and this is just me personally as a Jewish person with, you know, who's familiar with the Jewish culture, mm -hmm. is that I loved how accurately they portrayed all different kinds of Jewish people. They had Orthodox Jews. Mm -hmm. They were very true to how they portrayed Orthodox Jews very appropriately. They had a girl who was Reform, and mm -hmm. that was portrayed very well. I don't know how much this means to anybody, but, you know, the Orthodox Jewish women that I follow on TikTok, a lot of them were talking about this show and they loved how accurately it portrayed mm -hmm. you know, our religion and our culture and everything. So, yeah, that part I really liked because I went into it thinking, okay, well, be kitschy. all with a grain of salt. But then I was watching, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it was really nicely done. And I, I honestly learned so much watching mm -hmm. this show. I think that's actually one of my favorites. I, I joke about the lawnmower, but I loved how much I learned. And mm -hmm. not just learning, like learning about the different types. I had no idea there was. Yeah. I knew there was different 
types, but I didn't know what they were, what the meaning was really other than that. Yeah, that was something we were just talking about youth group the other night of it's hard for for me as I'm not a Jewish person. It's hard for me to grasp, well, what makes you Jewish because you're ethnically Jewish or are you Jewish because you're religion Jewish? So I didn't, those have always been like a a hard life. So this helped me understand that a little bit more. And Eve's explanation helped even more to understand beyond that. But that was something that because in the Bible, you know, you have people who are ethnically Jewish and then you have people who are Jewish by religion. And I was just like, I don't. How do you tell? And this, I think this helped a lot for me to understand that. And this is something that's a person, great personal interest for me. So it's, mm-hmm. I relate to that really well. We can do a whole other podcast just yes. on that. Like oh my not- gosh. Can we please, <laughs> Eve, can we do a podcast where I just ask you questions and then you give me, you teach me. Oh, I, I, I don't want to be in that. <laughs> I do. I want to be on that. <laughs> we can call it ask a Jew. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have approval to say that. So we can say that. So but let's move into some complaints. And this complaint is kind of kind of not a complaint. And again, it's just about people that were like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. But <laughs> there was this one guy and girl, and Eve, you messaged me about this. It was the guy. Oh, I know where you're going, I think. How about you say it? Because you were you saw it before I did, and you were like, um, what is with this dude? Okay, so if this is the person who I think you're talking about, so Getsky? Yeah. I think so, this is going to be, I think this is, I think I know exactly who you're about to talk about. I don't know, but, and I don't remember either of their names, Mm-mm. but like the girl like decided to break it off, I think, because she didn't feel like he was serious enough or, or something like that. Yes. It's because he wasn't serious enough, which is very important to know going into the next point. Yeah. So after she said that, like after, you know, they both agreed to go their separate ways, he said, so when do we make out? <laughs> And I was like, friend, this is not how any of this works. So cringe. Oh my God. By gosh. the way, in case she was wondering if maybe she's made a mistake, nope. No. <laughs> and it's yeah. not mature enough. You have not. <laughs> I was, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, <laughs> no. Gross. Go and then, uh, didn't she say that he kept sending her text messages saying how Sephardic she looked, but she wasn't actually Sephardic. And she was like, it was just weird how he focused on that. And then I she, know, it was. she even made the comment when he showed up on the jet ski. She's like, well, he's wearing socks and tennis shoes on a jet ski, but I'm keeping an open mind. <laughs> like, no, that would be like, I would see that and turn around and walk out. Like, no, no, no. You, you don't wear socks a- and shoes on a jet ski. That is. If you're wearing socks and shoes on a jet ski, you cannot be a smart man. And I need to you know say lovey <laughs> what is the point to that <laughs> or maybe too smart and just and the other personality guy, the other guy I didn't like was the guy who's like i will only date jewish women but they have to be blonde and blue-eyed like yeah i could not stand that guy because no so many requirements she had to be able to speak hebrew and yeah. um, like she had to be israeli and moroccan willing to live in la willing to put up with his mother and I was so like, much. honey, there is no way. Not put up with his mother. There is no way that, you know, th- my goodness, what is her name again? Aliza? Aliza, yeah. Aliza, yeah. Like, there is no way Aliza is going to find anybody for you. Oh, and she had to be blonde hair and blue eyes. Yes. <laughs> Do you know how many Jewish people there are who have blonde hair? <laughs> Not very many. You have to look, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't any at all, but you might have to look fairly far and wide for one. Mm -hmm. 
Cause she, that was something that she had said to him of when he said that he's like, well, typically I'm attracted to blonde hair, blue eyes. And she was like, um, well, you, does she have to be that? He was like, yes. She's like, okay, well that narrows down my list quite a bit. <laughs> I bet it does. But yeah. when he did find this girl, I actually did think they were kind of cute together. But still, I was like, dude, <laughs> I couldn't enjoy it at all because I could not stand him. He was out, honestly, my complaint of this show. I could not stand that guy. He annoyed the crap out of me. I was like, I hope we do not have to put up with this all season. No, we did, didn't we? He was he wasn't in every episode, but he was in like every other. I think he they didn't find him a match until the end. Wow, a wonderful thing. Maybe him and that other girl from Indian matchmaking get <laughs> together and see if they'll. He doesn't have blonde hair and blue eyes, Eve. Oh right, so that can't work out. The Isn't other- that the one who was like speaking of his mother? Isn't that the one that he's like, you have to live with me and my mom? Like, no, he, wasn't he just move? said he lived with his parents, but he was willing to live to move out. His mom was actually pretty cool. She even told Aliza he's too picky. Right. Okay. She said that she's not that particular. But the other or- thing that made me sad wasn't really, it's not really a complaint because they just didn't fit in the end. But it was that one girl who took this matchmaking thing very seriously. And her mom was involved in it. And had, like when they were sitting in the kitchen trying to decide what car he was going to show up in, I was like, that's awesome. It just was like cute little banter. I liked the guy a lot. And he went to it. They showed him going to his rabbi talking about how I don't know if we want the same things. I was so sad they didn't end up together. Mm-hmm. I, like I get too, why, too. but I was, I like them. That was a bummer because I thought that they were really good together. Right? Yeah. But they took, I like, I appreciated that this was maybe the first couple in both shows that I thought that both couples took the matchmaking process seriously. I mean, you're paying for the service. You're getting someone to do this for you. Shouldn't you, shouldn't you follow the procedure? Shouldn't you follow the formula and do the process? And they are there too who did. Some people want their cake and eat it too. You know, that's true. That's true. Do you guys have any other, those are my only, and they aren't really even complaints. They were just like people who I was like, mm. I don't, yeah, I don't really have any complaints on this show, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, those were my only, I guess, <laughs> complaints. I didn't really have many others. I have to say, Eve warned me about the makeout guy and I was like, oh, I can't wait till I get to that. <laughs> <laughs> then when I got just the look on the girl's face when he said that, she was like, um, mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then like a week later when Maureen finally got to Jewish matchmaking she said oh no I don't like this guy at all <laughs> awful awful dude so I think for me my overall grade for this I think I liked it a little bit better than Indian matchmaking only because I am incredibly interested in Judaism and it's it's something that I, I care about so I think I, I would give it an A plus just an inch up I love both of these shows very very much but I think I'd give this one an A plus for me um it gets an a plus for me too i i guess my only real complaint is that there just weren't enough yes i'm gonna give it an a i mean it takes a lot for me to say an a plus i i enjoyed it i mean it's like not one of those shows i would rewatch though that's the only reason i can't give it an a plus is because i can't rewatch it any 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 kind of dating show any kind of reality show i'm not i don't like to rewatch them Mm, once i know what happened i know it there's not something that I enjoy to rewatch. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I loved it. I think too, with this one now they share producers with Indian matchmaking. So um, there's a chance it'll get renewed, but again, nothing's been set in stone, but the fact that Indian matchmaking got three seasons and there's a good chance this will also get it. And they project that if it does, it'll start filming or come out in May of 2024. So that's, that's what we've got awesome. that one. And now we're going 
completely different direction in terms of subject matter, but still in lifestyle reality, we're going to go into instant dream home, which was fun. This was I my favorite one. because I used to love Extreme Makeover oh, Home Edition. Yes. Like, I, that was one of my first, like, favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And this show reminded me so much of that. Yeah. That it was, I loved it. Instant mm-hmm. Dream Home. The synopsis is a team of rapid fire renovators takes big risks and makes painstaking plans to transform. Families' homes from top to bottom in only 12 hours. Yeah. So cool. I mean, at least like home, the or my old show, the um, home makeover. What is that one? Oh my God. Extreme home makeover. Extreme makeover home edition. They, With they Ty Pennington. longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was, they had a day, I think, maybe two days. Because oftentimes they would send them to like Disney World for a weekend or something like that. Yeah. It was, a little, I think they were gone a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I also feel like they did probably a little bit more than the instant dream home no, yeah because instant dream home i don't think they do the entire house no they don't they they just, i think show. they just did a room or two they did like well they did like i think the rooms that are like needed needed like because mm-hmm. there was like a few bedrooms in the bathroom and the kitchen and, and not not bathroom but like the living room and the kitchen and the bedrooms yeah. i didn't see very many bathrooms no i, I didn't see, i don't remember seeing any bathrooms i think if we did there was only like one maybe i don't know I just don't, I don't, I, that was one thing that kind of stuck out to me was like, why are we not seeing any bathrooms being redone? I even made a comment to Ben about it when I was watching it. I was like, it's kind of weird. Like, like they would do the whole house and like leave the bathroom. Because <laughs> I can imagine like, the whole other rest of the house is like, yeah. in this bad of condition. What's the bathroom look like? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's where my mind went. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, other than that, I really loved this show. I did too. So, and yeah. Think. i've just been talking a lot no it's fine that's we all have our favorites so i'm i'm be prepared for me to do that on the next one we talk about i really did like this and actually that i had the exact same thought of oh my gosh this brings me back to sunday nights with ty pennington because <laughs> like in my dorm room i watched it before i went off to college but then when i went to college in my dorm room we always had an open door policy where if we were fully clothed and appropriate we would leave our door open mm-hmm. and people would come in and so many sunday nights People would come into our room checking on my roommate nights. We were sobbing on our couch. Like, are you okay? Like, oh, watch the show with us. It's so good. And I felt a little, I, these episodes were too short for me to fully get in it that way, but it was leading me in that direction. And I really yeah. enjoyed that. Eve, this was not one of your favorites. So I was interested. I watched the episode and I really couldn't get into yeah. it. I watched Hack My Home first, which we'll talk about later. But when that... Then when I went to Instant Dream Home, I felt like it was moving too fast for me. Yeah. I think that's why I like it is because it's fast paced. I think I like that because Hack My Home, I didn't like as much. I think the fast pace just is not my style. So I didn't because it was moving way too fast. And my like poor ADD brain was going (laughs) wait a minute I don't understand <laughs> like w- why are they in the house already I need <laughs> I, I don't understand this I can't follow and I think I actually like went back because I said I had to have missed something like a whole episode <laughs> they're already in the house and I was like no this is how it is and I, I just could not follow it it moved too fast I did yeah. think the episodes were a little too short I wish that I they, they were they a little too longer short. and they showed us more of what they did how they did it but I like how they went. Like, I agree. We started and then they kind of would go back and show you mm-hmm. how they like came about doing yes. it, that process and their 
pre-planning in the warehouse and yeah i like that we got to see that and not be like oh you guys all did this one day no you guys have been working on this for months mm-hmm. but we're seeing all of this in like 12 hours exactly, which yeah i thought was really cool because mm-hmm. i felt like it broke it up enough for us to get kind of the playback and yeah i thought they did a great job for such a short episode i felt like we got a lot of information in that short episode did you have a favorite house i have a few <laughs> or favorite model there was there was one that goes off top, top of my brain and they had like they were doing like the front porch and it kept when it kept raining oh yeah <laughs> they were having to like tarp it off that episode that house for some reason stands out to me the most mm-hmm. but that one i think was honestly my favorite i loved the one where they did like the tree house in the backyard and they oh, did it was like the school yes. room and they had the slide but the ingenuity so cool. they had to go even though you said you only stopped after one episode yeah i only okay. stopped after the first one Give it, give it another shot. Just see, if, just see if you can get one more. Because the ingenuity, the first episode was kind of, it felt kind of bumpy to me, like they were just figuring out what they were doing. So I, I actually think the first episode was the worst one of the bunch, even though I enjoyed it still. So you may not even like it at all. But you watch them come to creative solutions like that one. There was a super steep hill that they had to bring this. It was like a big airstream. I, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. I'm talking, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one where they had to, it was almost like a container that they had to use a crane oh, to get down oh, the hill the, into the yeah, backyard yeah, yeah. that they turned into the school the treehouse. One. Yeah, the schoolhouse yeah, one. Yeah. And they had like, so it wasn't a treehouse. I think of it that way because from that top, mm-hmm. you know, they had the slide going outside down into the schoolroom. And I thought that was so cool. But watching them come to Creative Solutions was fun. And then the other one was, it was one of the first ones when they did the kitchen remodel. And they had it lead out to that garden area where they redid oh, the whole garden. That was so pretty. That was so, yeah. I, I that was to... one of my favorites too. Now that you said it, yeah. That was gorgeous. I like when they do the outside. Ben's like, mm-hmm. if they just did a show with just the outside, like they did this, I would watch <laughs> it. And they used to have one actually on like HGTV or something like that where they did like, you know, like one day backyard renovation. <gasps> yes. The you backyard renovation about. one. I love backyard renovation. He would go into Lowe's or something and he would go yeah, and find somebody. Like, hey, what do you do this weekend? Oh, your backyard? Let me go do it for you. Like, yeah, I love that show. And that's, I told Ben, I was like, yeah, we kind of have a show like that. He's like, I know I've watched that, but like, like this, like extreme backyards. Like, yes. Yeah. Like that would be so cool. The other one that I'm going to mention, then I'll, I'll stop mentioning ones that I liked because I'm bordering on listing all eight episodes, but <laughs> the one where they did the attic bedroom. And they oh. had like that glass window that you could flip and it would open up onto this like, I don't remember if there was a balcony or if it just opened up to the outside air, but I freaking loved that. And I want to find a way to do that in my own home. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. I got I got one of my complaints. Yes, I have one. I too. know we can't really go into, I mean, we kind of already hit favorites. Eve, I don't think you have any favorites. <laughs> nope. Since no. you've only seen an episode. So. Do you have one thing you liked about that one episode? <laughs> oh boy (laughs) okay you need to watch more because honestly it's a good show i'm not saying it was so terrible that there's nothing good about it it's just that i couldn't really i had a hard time following it and paying attention to it because Mm -hmm. as soon as i think i don't like how this format is and i don't like how this is being done i completely like phase out I just don't, it's all a blur. Like, I really don't re- even remember that first episode. Yeah, I see. I don't I either. Get that. I don't even know what the first one was. 
I don't know. I mean, they all kind of blow. They, they this is one of those shows just kind of blow together. True. Especially because when we like something here at FFC, we when we like something, we flow through it very fast. Sweet Magnolias, I think most of us watched it in two days. Outer Banks, I stayed up for two straight days watching all three seasons, and then I was ready for season <laughs> four. So when we like something, we really get behind it. I watched Outer. I watched the first two seasons of Outer Banks twice in the same yes. week. It's so yeah. good. All right. So let's let's dig into complaints. Amanda, what is your complaint? Danielle Brooks. Yes. <laughs> you know I what? Wanted, I wanted to like her. I wanted to like her. You know what? It's not even a I like her at moments. Whenever she is being an actual teammate and like putting in work and putting in her imp- opinions and like being serious, I really mm-hmm. like her. Yes. I really like her. But when she's being catchy and loud and screechy and kitschy, when she threw those Legos down that pipe and they went everywhere <laughs> down there and they were the teeny tiny Legos and then all the workers had to stop what they were doing in this 12 hour freaking thing to clean up her mess that she made, that peeved me off worse than it should have. I agree. I just want to say, other than that, there were like, I told Ben this too, like when he was watching the show with me. I don't hate her. She irritated me though. I just needed the fakeness. It's the when she's being fake, I don't like it. She's just, it's like overly fake. Yes. And that, that annoys me. I liked when she was being real and as Mm -hmm. like herself and as a person. Yeah. I really loved her. She was one of my favorites. That's kind of like what I want to complain about. Nailed it was right with that host when she's like, what? Ah, but Wes, give an honest review. Just chill out, <laughs> because don't she had those. Me. I don't like it when people yes. scream. Like I get, you want to pump people up, you want to be excited, but be excited without being churlish, and be exciting without wanting us to rip our ears off. Yeah, because when she was normal, like there was when they would have a problem, and like yes. that one attic one when the the window wouldn't fit, she was calm and talking. I really enjoyed her when she was like that. Mm-hmm. But I could not stand it when she was like creating drama for drama's sake and just going crazy. I like I did not like it. Yeah. Where are we with this? What are you doing? I'm like, hey, you have your job. They have their job. Yes. Go do your job. Like, yes. That. That's the only part of this entire show that irritated me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, loved I, it. And I wish the episodes were longer because I felt like I didn't see enough of where it was before to where it is now. I want it, but that's just, that's just me wanting more. That's not like, oh, how dare you? It's, I, I wanted more. I would like more bathrooms. <laughs> so if it's renewed for season two, make it exclusively bathrooms to make up for how little there were in this first season, please. Bathrooms and backyards. That's all we want. <laughs> oh, yes. I want it. I want another backyard. <laughs> we need ideas for a compound. So, oh, yeah. so I, I think for me, I, I know that Eva's not going to agree, but I think for me, this gets, it, it gets an A because I did enjoy it. It brought me back to my yep. Sunday nights. Yep. 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 It gets an A for me too. For sure. What about you, Eve? What do you give it? I'm going to be fair here and say no grade Okay, good. because I didn't watch it enough to give a fair grade. So I'm just going to be nice and say no grade for me. I appreciate the diplomatic answer. I'll pass. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Thank you. <laughs> now the only downside to this show is it this is a 2022 show. All right. It did it did 
premiere yes. in August of 2022. So a year ago it premiered and we realized that this is, but we've been including some 2022, which is home improvement stuff. There has been no word on whether or not it'll be renewed. So I think chances might be slim that it gets renewed. I feel like these shows cost a lot of money to do. So maybe that's why maybe that'll get renewed after the writer's strike, but I have a feeling that as they're going to be paying actors and writers more, maybe this won't get renewed. This may be one that they put on the chopping block since it's been a year and there's been no word. This is that to say that I'm right, but that's my feeling on that. Yeah. I hope it does. Cause I did yes. enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. So let's move on to my personal favorite on this list. And I realized I already gave out an A plus for this, this review on Netflix, but this is my, this one is actually my favorite show. It's hack my home and it's the synopsis is it shows worthy families with a different version of the same problem. They need more space, yet they don't want to move or go to the financial expense of remodeling their homes. All right. So this show, it goes with, uh, there's four people in there. There's Addie Williams, who is a, she does the carpentry or, or the construction. There's Jessica Banks, who she does uh, the engineering side of it. And she's actually from Milwaukee. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it's, it's cool. Mikkel Welch, who is my daughter's favorite. She'd be sad if I did not say that. Do you know why he's her favorite? Why? He's a little snarky. And she's like, I love him. He's, Aww. I want him to be my friend. <laughs> Mikkel Welch. I see that. He does the design. And Brooks Atwood, who is one of my favorites with the crazy hair. Yeah, he does like all him. the creative things in there. You know who Brooks reminded me of? I just have to say this real quick. Weird Al. <gasps> Do you, so oh. maybe it's just the hair. I don't know. But. Albert? I saw him and I thought he reminded me so much of Luke from um, Emily in Paris. Oh. oh, I thought you were going Cruel Summer. I'm like, how? I was going Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I had that in my brain. I was like, I need to hurry up and say this because they're going to think I'm talking about Luke from Gilmore Girls. No, Luke. <laughs> I, from, like, um, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> no, Luke from Emily in Paris. The one well, who was like, yeah. Like, yeah, Emily. I don't know if it was just like the hair or something, but I was like, "Huh." He's tall, lanky, same kind of hair. I could see it. He reminded me of Weird Al Yankovic so bad. The sound of his voice, his hair, his glasses, the way he acted, everything. I was like, "Whoa, this is tripping me out." <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Weird Al? Right, my husband and I. That was one of the concerts we went to together. It was Weird Al. <laughs> it was entertaining. So this was, again, no characters because it's the show. Now what they do is they go and create these amazing spaces. And I felt like, like my, I watched this with my daughters and we all got very hooked very quickly. It was like, can we, can we watch the show now? Mom, can you go back mm -hmm. to the episode you watched without me? I missed that one. And so it was like, <laughs> so it was that kind of thing. And when the eight episodes ended, my daughter, my oldest daughter and I looked at each other like, you, you ready to watch it again? Because I needed <laughs> notes. I wanted to take notes and do these things. Those moving rooms. How cool is that? So cool. I love this show so much. Amanda did not. Oh, I'm just waiting for the complaint section. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't be mad at Amanda because I didn't like the other one that she loved. So I don't, yes. I didn't hate this one. I didn't hate it. I just, I have, I, ha I don't really have as many complaints as I have a lot of concerns. <laughs> okay. I'm, um, well, that's, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm very interested now. Yes, we'll get there. I wasn't before, but now I'm interested. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think some of my favorite things, because my I have an old house. My house is over 100 years old. So mm -hmm. we have rooms that they've been added on since it was built. So some of the rooms are like janky. And I can't like, yeah. 
uh, they're big, but the way the walls cut in, it's hard for my kid. Like Maya has her own room, very small. My other two share room. And it's like this sort of L shape, sort of U shape. So it just, it's weird. And I can't find solutions to store things and to do these things. And I thought the solutions they came up with were super creative. One of my favorites was that kitchen remodel. <laughs> the one where they, they had they hit a button and then the appliances came up from the counter. I'm like, Oh, I want to do that so bad. I want to do that because I don't like clutter on my counters. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. But like my KitchenAid's out, my toaster oven's out, my Waffle Maker's out. All my things are out on the counter because I use them. And I would like, I like to hide things. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's a character flaw in me. I like to hide things. <laughs> so too. my toaster and everything's under, I have a cabinet that they all go under. I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the, I'm also... No, I like to hide things, but I'm also fairly lazy. I don't want to bend over and pick things up all the time. Take them out, put them out, take them out. So I like their ingenuity. There was a lot of the kids' rooms ones I really, really liked because my kids really, really need some of those things that they did. That like I think the pulley system, I probably wouldn't ever do that. I mean, it was a neat concept, but I would never do that in my kids' room. But like the walls that would hide things, because that's my daughter. I have a 13-year-old and it's terribly difficult to get her to clean her room or to get her she keeps saying i i don't have things in my room i don't have this i don't have this i can't do this my room's too small and these were all solutions that i could apply in my own home to do that and i think that's those are my favorite things about the show what about you eve um well i have a favorite episode i really liked um do you remember the dome house mm-hmm. I, I, I cried that house was so cool i i cried so much during that episode and i am not a crier it takes a lot to get me to cry over something. That one made me tear up because like this, I think that they were grandparents raising these girls, right? Yeah, three girls, so, four girls. They were so passionate mm -hmm. about, you know, I will give up whatever it is I have to so that they can have, you know, whatever it is that they need. And I was like, oh, some, they have to find a way to give this amazing yes. woman a closet. Like, please just I give I love that they did that. I love that little prayer closet. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was I thought it was so cute and like it it looked almost like a spa. I was yes. like I want, I want to hang out in the prayer closet. That's yes. <laughs> I really want a prayer closet in my house. Come do that for me, please. I actually thought of you when I saw that. I was <laughs> like I bet Maureen is going to need to build this into her yes. house. <laughs> 100%. But it was just so cool how they took this space and it was a real it was a rather large space mm -hmm. too. But I, when they first showed it, I was thinking, how on earth are they going to give these four girls who live? Because the more people you put into share a space, the smaller it gets. Yeah. It was like, what on earth are they going to do with this room? I love what they did. They yes. created basically like four different bedrooms. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. And the shades that came down on their bunks. So they, I mean, my kids would kill for that. The two that share a room, <laughs> they would kill for that. Yeah. You don't even have to look at each other. <laughs> they need sometimes they need some separate time. And the other thing too that it was the very first episode that got me hooked when they had that dad the dad did therapy and he needed soundproofing, needed that stuff. I that hit me because I'm I'm not a therapist, but I podcast and my kids are always home when I podcast or they have yeah. been all summer long. And to have a space that is just my own and no one else is like I have to share this room with other people and then our office where I edit, it's in the toy room. So <laughs> I could really, really utilize this. And I love <laughs> this idea that it's functional. 
and it's a place away, it's soundproof, but it doesn't really impact negatively the rest of the space or the house or the kids. Mm-hmm. All right. What well, what's your complaint, Amanda? I'll let you go first. What are you my favorites? Oh, what? I didn't think you had any. You were so silent. What's your favorite? <laughs> no, I have favorites. I didn't hate the show. I mean, it's not going to get okay. like an F for me. <laughs> I just have a lot more complaints than I have favorites. Let's just say okay. that. It's not because gotcha. I don't have favorites. I loved their ingenuity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to roll into my complaints. Wait, also their big giant table that they use to discuss things. I would like that. I do please. love that. <laughs> my, pro- my, my big problem with this is you're hacking things to make things work. Mm-hmm. Cool. I get it. We, we all live in houses that sometimes get or get too small for a family. Sometimes moving is not the best option or you can't. I get it. But what happens when these hydraulics buttons pulley systems all this stuff starts breaking are they coming back and fixing all this stuff because that's not going to be cheap to fix a freaking hydraulic <laughs> thing that lifts up out of my kitchen counter who's that's coming and fixing that and like how much is that going to be to freaking fix other than that that's exactly where my mind as a homeowner here i'm like how much is that going to cost me to fix when it breaks because it's going to break and it's going to break a lot faster than your normal just cabinets the hydraulic thing's gonna give i mean five years before you're having issues with it and that's not very long when it comes to real life so that's my huge issue with this show is i love their thoughts and how they do things i think it's brilliant but these are families that need that that don't just have five thousand dollars laying around to Mm -hmm. fix an hydraulic system that broke and now they can't get their freaking KitchenAid mixer out from (laughs) underneath the cabinet because it's stuck down there. (laughs) Like that's, that's where my mind was this entire show. And that's probably why I couldn't watch it without just thinking everything. I, every single time they did something, I would think of the negative. And I think that was my problem watching this show. Yeah. That makes sense. With like instant dream home. They're not like putting in hydraulic stuff. I think that's, that's where it gets me. Stuff that can easily break. They're redoing stuff, redoing walls, moving walls, putting in new mm-hmm. appliances. They're doing stuff like that. They're not doing that with Hack This Home. They're putting in more issues that I can see. I think one of the reasons I didn't even think about that was because these people are saving a lot of money by not buying a new home, by not leaving the space they're in because they, a lot of them, like that one with the kitchen with the hydraulic, those women, they, this was their home. They owned it in full. They didn't have to pay mm-hmm. a mortgage on it. So they, that's one expense that they didn't have. So I think that for me, it was more, I I thought more of, and I guess because this may not always be the case, but currently right now, if you reach out to any of these people who designed the home, they're instantly calling you. They're instantly responding to you. They will reach out to you. They will, I went through and I commented on all on their posts when they said, this is coming out. And I was like, oh, hey, I love this about the episode. Each one of them personally responded to me. And so I think that that was just my thinking because I did that, my daughter was like, can we reach out to them? Is there a season two? Can we be on the show? So that was why I did it. <laughs> and so for me, it, it seemed like they were just going off of how approachable they are and how much they love what they do and how much they involve the family that I feel like they, we don't see this ever on any of these home shows that they give out information of, Hey, this breaks or this does this, uh, but I'm willing to bet that they do give information of this is where you can get it fixed. You can reach out to me at this time, at this place, if this breaks mm-hmm. or if there's an issue. I think that we don't see that, but you have to imagine that the one redoing these homes and they're putting these kinds of things in there, that at least, at the very least, it's the production team that are giving them numbers and information. And I want to see that. I agree. I think that should in be- In my brain, how it works, I need that. 
But I think they do that on all of these shows and we don't ever see that, but they have to do that on these shows. Like, okay, well, this is because you got to know who, let's say in the instant dream home, they fixed a wall and the week later there's, oh, it's cracking. You got to know who did it. It's not even like right after it happens. But my thing is like when that stuff does start breaking down five, six, seven years down the road, are they still going to be willing to come fix it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I'm saying issue. though. If you know, like I was comparing it of, you should even in that show where it's they aren't putting hydraulics in there, they should still be telling them this is who did the work, so yeah. that when it when or if it breaks, you have the source of okay, I know that you did this, so mm-hmm. I this breaks or falls or fails, I'm gonna call you and say all right, hey. So I think I we don't ever see that. And I wish we did see that more in these shows. Of at least say like there's like a ten year warranty. Yeah, something. I don't know. I need some kind of, and not everybody's gonna think the way that I think. Mm-hmm. I still think it was a good show. I loved. I did love all the characters. I don't know, like <laughs> the hosts, the hosts. I the guess team. The, the team. There you go. <laughs> I did love the whole team. I loved each one of them differently with their own personalities. Mm-hmm. I thought that whole thing was great. Yeah. That's another one of my favorites. My brain just could not get off everything breaking. That's where my catch up was, and I just could not. You want to know what my hang up was? Yes, what? I do. Going off of Amanda's thing, a lot of these were like, so you just push this button on this remote, and I'm like, <laughs> I've met myself. My remote <laughs> is going to be lost in a couple hours tops like <laughs> i'm going to think i need my kitchen aid mixer where's the remote shadow's I'm, gonna kick it under things <laughs> and i'm going to rip my house apart looking for this little itty bitty remote that looks like it's about the size of like an apple tv remote and i'm going to go insane <laughs> yes we have remotes for so many my head didn't go there either because we have like remotes for all like when we bought this house, they put fans in that all have to be operated by a remote. So each of my rooms upstairs, they all have remote. And I, those, like I hyper protect because I know how my kids are with our Roku remote and our TV remote, which are frequently lost. Your what? But our- Roku and Roku TV remotes? remotes? Roku? How do you say Roku? it? Roku? We say Roku. Ro- <laughs> it sounds so funny. I've never heard know. you say it. It's probably Roku because it's R-O-K-U, but we always say Roku. I don't know why. <laughs> I've never heard it say Roku. <laughs> Anyway, stop making fun of my Midwestern. Hey, you can make fun of my Texan. I is who I is, Amanda. But and you do you, boo. I hyper protect those remotes because if we don't have those remotes, then our fans don't turn on. And I don't know if anybody knows science, but heat rises. So we uh, don't want to get caught upstairs without fans. So we protect yeah. those better. So I think that's for me, but that's just me personally. I know that a lot of people wouldn't be like that, but that's just... That's where my head went. Let's yeah, talk about Velcro like- needs to go on the back and it needs to stay on a wall or something. Like you don't oh, t- yes. you don't take it off the wall. It stays there. You will notice that some of them they did put the remote thing on the wall. It's a button you push on the wall. And I yeah. they didn't do that. I feel like they did it in the back half of the episodes, though. I wonder if someone brought that to their attention because I feel like it was more on the back half that they did that um, <laughs> at first. At first it was a lot of remote business. Can I have like- a replacement remote? <laughs> Like, hey guys, just a little bit of feedback. People are losing these remotes. <laughs> well, there's attach them to them. There's other things I thought were really brilliant that that the engineer Jessica did. She like in that that house where she did the hydraulic countertop. They put that table back into the counter where you could pull it out, and then the ottomans were the seats. 
but you can pull up the stools and you had eight different seats when you would separate the ottoman into eight pieces. I just like stuff like that was just so cool. It was just, it's neat. All right. So I think, I, I think that our complaints are fairly minimal on all of these shows across the board. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm going to give it an A plus because this is what I want to watch repeatedly and get, take notes and figure out how I can do that in my house. I'll give it a B plus. And honestly, that's only because of my one issue. I I don't know if I can get past it. I loved the team. I think the whole show is an awesome idea, but I just, I need more explanation of what happens when this stuff breaks. I need somebody to explain it to me. If somebody can explain it to me, I will gladly change my grade up. Here's what we need. All right. (laughs) So Mikkel, Addie, and Jessica, and Brooks, if you are listening to this, we would like to have you on our show and ask you these questions. <laughs> yes, I need to dig brains. Because if you guys can make me understand. You want to what now? Dig in brains. <laughs> dig their brains? Yeah, dig in their brains. Isn't that what I'm saying? Never heard <laughs> say I dig brains before. Never heard. No. Before. It makes you sound like a zombie. <laughs> no? Is that not a saying? No, pick your brain is. I want um, to pick your brain, but not, not digging your brain. <laughs> Just picture with a little pickaxe and a shovel going in someone's head. I don't think we're going to get much out of them after you play, you know, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> Roku, Roku. It's all the same. No. Big bag. It's all the same. No. <laughs> all right. So, E, what do you give this? What grade? I give it an A. I just, every time I was sitting there thinking, there is no way there, I was like, how are they going to make this itty bitty, tiny little kitchen work, like be functional to do anything? And I was like, oh, well, there we go. Mm -hmm. I just got excited, by the way, when they taught, when they would mention like the high ceilings. Yes. Like I've noticed there are high ceilings in here. I'm like, oh, they're about to do something. (laughs) (laughs) We're going up. Even when they would go down, there was that one house where they made the whole, oh, stop it. <laughs> but there was that one where they made the whole, like, it was almost like a crawl space mm-hmm. that, that wasn't, there wasn't a way to get to it from the out, from the inside. And they made it into a huge schoolroom. And then they built that table where you can go down. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they look at everything as space to use. And I thought that was a brilliant concept. I don't and know I also to know sure. why are they only doing homeschools? Because I felt like every episode they were homeschooling. <laughs> well, no, I think there was only like three of them who did homeschool, and that's why they need more space. So because they had a lot of kids and they homeschooled, so that was a big reason why they needed to hack their home. Oh my gosh, if I had that many kids, I'd want them all in school. <laughs> my daughter I, last year, my mother was like impressed mom. with these parents. Let yes. me tell you, I am impressed. <laughs> my daughter last year was like, "Mom, I want to be homeschooled." I'm like, "Nope, sorry, <laughs> that ain't for me." <laughs> So this is one that just dropped on July 7th. And if you look at any of the cast members on their Instagram accounts, they're fairly active on Instagram. They are not involved in the actor strike or the writer strike because they don't fit into those categories. They are actually engineering, designer, construction. And Brooks is, I don't know what his actual like title is, but he is, he comes up with all the creative solution or not Mm. all, but he comes up with creative solutions. So you can check out their Instagram. And one thing that they did request, if you like the show, to keep watching it and watch it all the way through um, so that Netflix can see that numbers are up and they'll renew it for a second season. So 
get on that because I want another season. I want them to teach me more and I want them to, <laughs> I want them to do more for me essentially is what I would like them to do. <laughs> so make sure you're and watching choose it. me. Choose my house. Yes. Yes. yes please. Not me. You me. <laughs> choose my house because I don't, I got enough issues. I don't know how to do things that are space saving. I have all these ideas, but I don't, I can't make them out. And I need a podcasting room. So yes, you actually, you need a podcasting room, Amanda. So do you, Eve. They can come to our house. Where? <laughs> That's exactly it. You need someone to hack your home. <laughs> so all of these shows, highly, highly, highly recommend. Even the shows that got to be plus or no grade. They're all recommend all these. I think that we can all safely say, at least for three of them, all three of us can say, go watch this. But all really all of them watch the yeah. shows. They're really yeah, entertaining. They have each one of them have a component to them that you probably haven't experienced before or probably haven't thought of before. It's really, really good, especially if you like. And I know we gave you home improvement and relational. But honestly, those two things, for some reason in my head, they work. And I love mm-hmm. both. I love them all equally. So that's not true. I don't love all equally. I love Hack My Home the Best. And Jewish matchmaking, very close second. But the others are all tied for A plus A's. So watch these shows. Tune into our Netflix group on Facebook, which is Netflix Netflix Family Fan Club. And it's significantly harder to say than it is to just go there and click on it and join our group. <laughs> if you're looking for some reviews, like we told you, Netflix is in your future, baby. So yes. we've got a lot of reviews we've done for you this summer. We've done, I believe this is going to be our... 10th review we have one more coming out for you our next our this is our ninth next Wednesday you're getting feel good movies so we're doing happiness for beginners the outlaws perfect find and then you will also get our finale recap of cruel summer coming out next Friday and I think all four of us who have been doing the summer recordings are going to be on that because let me tell you we have things to say (laughs) yeah we We have things to say I was very upset. I've got lots of things to say. <laughs> Just going to leave it there. <laughs> Make sure you watch Cruel Summer, the final episode, before you turn into that. Check it out on Hulu. There, We have one more coming at you this summer. So we only have three episodes left of our summer season. And that is a review of The Summer I Turn Pretty, which you can watch on Amazon. That is coming at you at the end of August, Friday, August 25th. That will be coming at you. And that's what we have for this summer. After this, we'll be going to streaming shows and more Netflix reviews. We'll go over more Netflix things, present and past, because we want to give you comprehensive. We want to keep bringing you content. Make sure you are checking out our channel and our socials, interact with us there. And please, please, please make sure that you have subscribed to our YouTube channel so we can continue to give you great content and that we can continue to get you things that you want to hear from. I'm sure you don't always want to hear from us. Sometimes you want to hear from the people in your shows like our channel subscribe to our channel and we can get you those things so that's what's coming up for you down the pike and we will see you real soon bye guys bye loving our content subscribe to our youtube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends we want to continue the conversation with you you can find us on instagram twitter or tiktok under fandom family chats or one of our ever-growing facebook groups by searching family fan club we've also launched a website Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows. <laughs>